Well, I have to start this morning with just a flat out confession. I do not have the faith of Sister Jennifer LeClaire. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I told Sister Tarn today at the, at the uh, hotel, um, I never lose a contact. I always have backup contacts. And uh, the other day I said, you know what? I need to use those contacts and I'll add some new ones in my travel bag. Guess what? I did not. And so I didn't even notice it last night when I took my makeup off and all that, that apparently I had lost one contact. I didn't know until this morning. So I'm telling you, I prayed, I pleaded the blood, I quoted the scripture she quoted. I said, God, you found a passport for that woman. You gave her money that she didn't know where it was coming from and you can't help me find a contact. <laughs> so I believe the Lord just made me an object lesson this morning. So if I'm looking at you kind of crazy today, you'll know why. It, the good news is I don't have to wear readers when I wear one contact and one not. So that works out well for me. I want everybody to take just a minute. I want you to know who's up here and I'm gonna let them tell you who they are because these are powerful, powerful women of God. Just take just a minute, introduce yourself to everybody. Would you do that? Go ahead and start us, Pastor Kimberly. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, my name is Kimberly Lara. I am one of the, <laughs> love you. <laughs> I'm one of the staff pastors here at RTTN, and it's an honor uh, to be with you this morning. We love you. Hey, I'm Tan Cross, and you can probably tell by my accent I'm not from around here. I'm from Nashville. I'm from, you know, no, actually I was born in New Zealand, so where are all my Lord of the Rings fans? Because that's where, New, yes. And you know, my sister-in-law, she lives just around the, around the corner from where they filmed Hobbiton. So her backyard looks like a Lord of the Rings set. So I was born in New Zealand and then moved to Australia. My family moved to Australia. So I'm half Lord of the Rings, half Crocodile Hunter. And someone said to me, um, what's the difference between New Zealanders and Australians? And it's kind of like a little bit like America and Canada. And I said, well, New Zealanders are like English hobbits <laughs> and Australians are like Texan hobbits. <laughs> so there you go. I love it. Don't you love it? I just wanna emulate her accent. It's so beautiful. Hi, I'm Pastor Jojo. And woo, praise God. <laughs> I am so grateful to even be on this panel this morning. And um, I honor our pastors, Kevin and Devin Wallace. They are amazing pioneers of the faith and fire of God. And it's just an honor to be here. Um, my husband, Tobin, who's the Caucasian handsome one, um, <laughs> he's mine. Uh, we have five kiddos. <laughs> we have five kiddos ranging from 10 years old all the way down to one. So yes, we uh, believe in Holy Spirit imparting energy. Um, yes, he is, he is my coffee. Holy Spirit is my coffee. So we love you all and it's an honor to be here. Hallelujah. Good morning, ladies. My name is Althea Brown, but you can call me Allie. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a second year at Redemption School of Ministry. Woo woo! RSM students. Pastor Kevin and Devin are my teachers, so y'all pray that I have the right answers up here, okay? Amen. 
moment, in just a moment, Pastor uh, Dr. Danielle Wright will join us as well. But haven't you already enjoyed her ministry this morning? Like what? Power working on the inside, power moving. I was like, I'm in it, I'm in it. I got right in the swirl, uh, even though my contact was gone. I was like, I'm getting in that swirl. Do you hear me, devil? You're not taking my swirl from me today. And I walk in and I heard power working on, I loved it. So anyway, if you don't know me, I'm crazy Michelle Davenport. I'm the loud, rough voice person. And, uh, uh, but I'm happy to be here. I want you to know I honor Pastor Kevin and Devin so very much and the opportunity to even sit on this couch with these very esteemed uh, women of God that are here and that we all get to come in a room together. What I love about Pastors Kevin and Devin is if there's not enough seats at the table that they have, they'll build a bigger table. And that's what I love about them. So I just want to tell you, if this place gets filled, you just need to expect that some walls are going to be pushed back or something so that there's a seat at the table for you because that's important to them. And so I thank them for giving me this seat at the table this morning. We weren't sure what was going to happen today. You know, Pastor Devin, if you've ever lived with Pastor Devin for a minute of your day, you live on what's happening next, God. And it can change at any moment. And so uh, that's the way I've been living. And so I'm just going to share with you my portion. And then I'm going to get these women uh, to chime in on what I believe the Lord um, has said to us today. And I want to read right out of the book of Revelations chapter 2. And it's going to be a little bit of reading. I'm going to do it with one contact. So you ought to be grateful right off the bat. And uh, don't be sad that it's a lot of scripture because the Lord's going to help us. But it's important for us to hear this. Listen in Revelation chapter 2. It says, To the angel of the church in Ephesus write... The words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the golden, seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and found them to be false. I know you're enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake, and you've not grown weary, but I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love that you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you've fallen, repent, he says. God always leads the way back, amen? He says, repent and do the works that you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove the lampstand from its place unless you repent. Yet this you have, you hate the work of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. But here's the part I want you to make sure you've highlighted in your Bible if you haven't. He who has an ear let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Go with me a little further. And to the angel of the church in Smyrna write, the words of the first and the last who died and came to life, I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you are rich and the slander of those who say that they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Let's don't be called that, right? Do not fear what you're about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested. And for 10 days, you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Underline this part in your Bible again. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. 
Follow a little further with me in verse 12. And the angel of the church in Pergamum write, the words of him who has a sharp two-edged sword, I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is, yet you hold fast my name and you did not deny my faith. Even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was killed among you, where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel so that they might eat food sacrificed to idols and practice sexual immorality. So also you have some who hold the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Therefore, repent. He says, if not, I will come to you soon and war against them with the sword of my mouth. Underline this part again. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone with a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. Take a deep breath, and we're going in one more time, and then we're going to come up for air, okay? And to to the angel of the church in Thyatira write the words of the Son of God who has eyes don't miss this what did we sing last night eyes like a flame of fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze I know your works your love and faith and service and patient endurance and that your latter works exceeded the first but I have this against you, that you tolerate that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess and is teaching and seducing my servants to practice sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent. Remember, God always gives us time to repent. But she refuses to repent of her sexual immorality. Behold, I will throw her into a sickbed and those who commit adultery with her, I will throw into great tribulation unless they repent of her works. And I will strike her children dead and all the churches will know that I am he who searches mind and heart. And I will give to each of you according to your works, but to the rest of you in Thyatira who do not hold this teaching, who have not learned what some called the deep things of Satan, to you I say, I do not lay on you any other burden, only hold fast what you have until I come. The one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations and he will rule with them a rod of iron as with as when earthen pots are broken in pieces even as I myself have received authority from my father I will give him the morning star last time he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches why don't you say that with me let's repeat that together he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So this is how this came to me because I told you, you just have to kind of get in the swirl and say, God, what do you want us to talk about today? I want to talk about this thing called sound check. 
Now, as I was walking out of here last night, Pastor Jojo, one of your team members said, I need everybody to leave unless you are going to just continue to pray because we are about to do a sound check. Now, what we understand about that in the natural is that that means all of the musicians are going to get up here and check their earpieces. They're going to check their monitors. They're going to check their microphones. They're going to make sure all of the, the musical instruments are in line and in tune and in syncopation together so that tomorrow, today now, as we've just moved into the glory, that everything would be right and on time because they have done the proper sound check. What I want to say to you today is this. God brings us to conferences like this where we walk into the glory. And oftentimes the most frustrating things about coming to a woman of fire conference or any other kind of move of the spirit like this is how do we carry what is here back to where we are? How do we capture the sound of heaven in the room and carry it back to where we are? I'm so glad you asked. That's why the women that are on this board up here, we're going to talk about that because the Bible says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. I want you to understand that the church in this hour can no longer be satisfied with having stopped up ears. We must refuse and we must get the wax of the world out of our ears and we've got to once again have a purified and a clean hearing because it will affect our speech in this hour. And God has said to us, these that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying, I will cause you to rule over nations. I will give you the nations as your inheritance. So if God is entrusting and he's tipping the scepter to us, as Pastor Devin has said, then we must have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying so that we can speak in this hour with clarity and with precision. So I want to just tell you quickly a couple of things and then I'm going to hush and let them talk. But I want you to understand that we will not have correct words if we do not have correct hearing. As Sister LeClaire was speaking last night as a prophet of God, you cannot speak the word of the Lord if you have not allowed yourself to hear the word of the Lord. This is why we see in scripture that Eli, who once heard the sound of the Lord, now the new prophetic voice is being raised up in the word of God. And now Samuel's ear is being trained and attuned to the voice of God to the point where finally he says, I I think it's Eli calling me. Is it you? Is it you? He said, no, this has to be the voice of God. I'm not calling you. I'm not even sure if Eli could hear God's voice anymore, but Samuel was the next generation poised and ready to hear the word of God, the pure, the unadulterated word of God. Remember, he was the prophet that God called to anoint the next king of Israel. He had to know, you may look slick, you may look shiny, but unless this oil is a assigned to your head, the oil will not flow to the next king because God's serious about who he entrusts his authority to. And this is why he tells us all in the book of Revelation as he does here, we must have a hearing ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. Perception by the Spirit. We want to talk about this hearing church. I want you to understand that hearing loss can affect your child's development. 
If you've ever had a child that's had hearing challenges as a young child, you understand the difficulty that there is in even their social aspects, their ability to learn, their ability uh, to, to have social interactions. Sometimes even the way they feel about themselves can be so affected because their hearing is impaired. Now, I'm not here to mock anyone that has a real physical condition of hearing challenges, but what I'm telling you is is that we, the church, the bride of Jesus Christ, have got to begin to let the Lord clean our hearing out so that we can hear in this hour. This is not an hour that you can just say any old thing or do any old thing. This is not an hour where you are filled with the words and the affirmations of the world. This is not that hour. There is an hour that God is raising the daughters of God so that they have a pure sound and a pure and a clear reception in the spirit and they have the boldness, the power that we sang about a moment ago, and we speak with such authority, and we speak with clarity, not on our own authority, but by God's. But we cannot do that without a hearing ear. And then there's another thing that's called adult hearing loss. In this situation of adult hearing loss, you see where there is um, a decreased speech perception. You see people that have to watch the mouth of people because there is a hearing impairment in their body. It can oftentimes strain relationships. If you've ever been around a person in the natural that's had real hearing impairment or they're beginning to lose their hearing, it can be a little frustrating. Huh? Huh? What did you say? Huh? You have to repeat yourself over and over and over again. And this is what I want the church to hear today. God is done with that. God needs clear hearing ears so that he can speak the precise word of God. He does not need us saying, huh, huh, what do you say? Because there is a world now that is clearly confused that needs the church to begin to speak with precision into the world problems, into the governmental issues of our day, and we have to have the sure word of God in our mouth. And the only way the sure word of God gets in our mouth is if it gets in our hearing. So how do we tune ourselves into the spirit? How do we do that? It's easy for us to come in here where the ground has been cultivated. It is easy for us because they did the sound check. Last night, they did the sound check. And what did we do this morning? We walked in to glory. This is why that when you see the worshipers up here, these are not just any worshipers up here. Like these are the people like the Bible wrote about. You know what I'm saying? Like these are the psalmists. Like, I mean, if the names could be changed of the innocent, like these people would be named in the who's who of the Bible. But what I'm telling you, and this is why I love coming here, because it really doesn't matter what's on that screen. They like the screen. They're going to flow with the screen. They've practiced the screen. But the moment that they hear the sound of the Spirit, they shift. 
because they have attuned their ears to the sound of the Spirit, just like this morning, Dr. Danielle. I'm not sure if she have ever sang that song before. I don't know. But she picked it up in the Spirit, and she began to release it into the earth. And we all came into the swirl. I walked in, had not been here for the 15 minutes you all are, had already started. And the moment I walked in, I said, power, working on the inside, power, living on the inside. And I moved right into the prophetic swirl that had been released by the hearing ears. So I want to ask today, and I want us to have this discussion, how do we take this back home with us? I realize it may not be on the same level of this corporate gathering. I understand that. I mean, you've got trained psalmists, trained musicians. I understand that. But I want you to understand that just like before I ever got to church today, I already had glory in my hotel room. I did not wait until I got into the glory. I had already tuned my ear by myself with the Spirit to hear what the Spirit was saying. And so if the church would begin to change our perception and do the sound check before you come into the house of God, what would the sound of heaven be that gets released in a corporate atmosphere? There would be no devil in hell that could stay and torment God's people because we have heard the sound from heaven where the king is high and lifted up. His, his eyes are flaming fire. His hair is white as wool. His feet are that burnished flaming fire and we would have no fear but we've got to get back to the sound of heaven now I can't get into all this today so I'm going to say this one thing and then I'm going to hush and let y'all talk but let me just say this when sounds it, this is all in the Hebrew it's too much to get into I'll let Pastor Devin come because she will preach all of this I'm sure at the end of the week or the weekend but there have been sounds that are assigned to those Hebraic numbers. We're moving into five, seven, eight, three. Okay? But when you go back and you look at five, seven, eight, one, all of those are the year of the pay, the year of the mouth, the year that we're supposed to be speaking. That word was decreed just before the world got shut down. Accident? I think not. The devil is afraid of what the church has to say. And he that hath an ear has got to hear what the Spirit is saying. And sometimes God will allow things to be shut down until he says, you cannot go out there and mess this up. You've got to come into my bridal chamber. You've got to come into the secret place with me so that I can whisper to you the things that have got to be declared into the darkness. So if you look at those sounds and those numbers, that's 5782 was a diminished sound. <laughs> this last little season we have been in has been, can you give me a diminished? Oh, he had to slip out. Anybody that can come to that keyboard and just do a diminished sound, do it. And then when you get done, I'm going to show you what a major sound sounds like. Because 5783 has the sound of a major shift. <laughs> 
We're walking into it this weekend, whether you recognize what time it is or not, we're already moving into it. So this is why I'm telling you, this is a now word that the church of the living God, the women who call themselves women of fire, we must have a hearing ear to hear what the spirit is saying because we cannot go back the way that we came. We have to do a sound check in the spirit and say, God, I've got to make sure that I'm hearing the right thing, the right way at the right time so that I could pronounce the word of the Lord. So I was going to say, no, they're not back yet. Okay. When they get back, somebody just tell them, just play. Come on guys. Come on. I know they had to take a break. My Lord, they were all in the glory. You can't blame them, right? Like, can you let us tip out for one second and they'll be here. Oh, is he there? Okay, brother. Give me a diminished something. Would you anything diminished for just a minute? I want them to hear the difference. <clears throat> this is five, seven. This was coming into five seventy, going into five, seven, three, five, five, help me five, seven, eight, three. There we go. So we were in a diminished sound. Give me a hard diminished. He's going to make it sound pretty. There you go. Sound like chaos a little bit? Do it one more time. Yeah, that's what we have been in. That's what we have been facing in these last couple of years. That's why when you come to Women of Fire and you think, man, I hadn't felt this glory in a while. It's because the enemy unloosed and unleashed chaos into our world. And we have been feeling the effects of that. But I'm here to tell you by the Spirit. Now give me a full-on major chord, a major, major shift, brother over there. There's the resolution. Do you hear the little tones, the high tones that are saying new season, new season, new season, something new is coming, but we have got to have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying so that we can prophesy aright in this hour so that in the days and in the weeks that any kind of darkness tries to come in our world again, we are the ones that can open our mouth and begin to shift the atmosphere with the sound of heaven because we have heard heaven's sound. Okay, now, now, ladies, I want you to share the ways that you cultivate checking the sound, checking the sound. Um, when Pastor, I, first of all, I love her voice. It's always so, so amazing. Um, I, I thought of two things when you were speaking about, uh, so good, I need to go receive first. Um, in 1 Kings, uh, the Bible tells us a story about Elijah and a servant. And in the story, we oftentimes focus on the fact that there was a sound from heaven and Elijah heard it. And so his ears were tuned. But the story is not necessarily about Elijah. It's about the servant. So something about the servant, where he was, his standing before, the, before God made him unable to hear the sound of God. It was already released. He just hadn't heard it. But the Bible says that the prophet tells him, I need you to go up and look because obviously your ears are not tuned, but I'm going to put you in something called the process because I'm trying to fine tune your hearing. So the moment that he obeyed to the process, he leaned and he yielded to the process. He starts to go up higher and higher and higher. And I'm sure if you guys know anything about an incline it is painful your legs are going to hurt you're going to burn twice the amount of fat twice the amount of calories no one really wants to do it but if you want results you're going to get on an incline and this servant was obedient to 
the process. And because he was obedient to someone that had heard the voice of God, that had heard God, he was able to put himself in a place where he saw the glory of God coming before anyone else did, even before the prophet did. So there is process in this fine tuning and, and in this sound check. And if you're like us that are under the leadership of Pastors Tobin and Jojo and we're doing worship, let me tell you, Pastor Jojo will say, guys, this is for Jesus. If there's something off, this is for Jesus. Everybody, is, are your inner ears? Let's do a sound check because there's a process that is involved in tuning your ears to what God is saying. And then as I was also thinking about anyone watching the, the new, the Dancing with the Stars, the new season on Disney. So there's a guy on there. He is deaf. And I was intrigued by what he said in his interview. They were like, how are you going to handle not hearing the sound? He says, basically what I do is that I feel it. I get myself close enough that I, I feel it. And this is where you're coming to. Maybe your ear has not been tuned to what God is doing because circumstance and because we come from a diminished season. But I'm here to tell you, you're in the right place at the right time. And the Spirit of God is beginning to move. And, and last night you got yourself in a place where you began to feel some things shift because God is about to tune your ears so that when you leave this place, you're going to yield to the process and be able to see the glory of God before anyone else does. You know, I've learned that if the enemy, I mean, your gift, let me just start. Who you are and what you carry has never been more necessary or more needed in the kingdom than it is right now. Let me say that again, who you are and the gifts that you carry as an individual have never been more necessary or more needed in the kingdom right now. But I have learned if the enemy can't steal your salvation, he will come after that purpose. I've had the privilege over many years to mentor many leaders, and individuals. And the Word says that we're called to run a race in such a way that we obtain the prize. And unfortunately, I've learned that many people think they're actually running a genuine race for God, but in, instead they're on a treadmill. See, a race and a treadmill feel identical. They feel identical. You have got momentum. You've got your heart rate going. You're actually moving. You're having to put effort into it. The only difference is on a treadmill, your scenery will never change. And the most sinister thing about being on a treadmill is that because you're indoors, you're not affected by seasons. you are less likely to recognise when seasons change. It is stunning to me that the very men who spent their whole life seeking the Messiah, it is stunning to me that those very men who studied 
the Torah on the lookout for the Messiah were the very ones who could not recognise Him when He was, they were standing right in front of Him. Over the last few years, what we've seen is we've seen ministries. I've known ministries that have been serving God for 10, 5, 10, 20 years. Walking away from their call, walking away from their faith at a time when the Kingdom of God needs to be fortified. I don't think for one moment when they went through Bible college, when they they surrendered their life to serve the living God that they ever thought that they themselves would be the fulfilment of biblical prophecy of a great falling away. We are living in a unique time in the Kingdom. You and I, now I wanna encourage you, heaven's not afraid. God is not sitting up there watching CNN and Fox News. He is not stressed out. The angels aren't going, oh no, did you see what just happened? But let me say something. When the church's narrative, when your narrative is identical to the world's, there is deception. Because you and I are a part of a different kingdom. And you and I are called to be like the sons of Issachar. We're called to discern the times, not to become like the times. Thank you. Okay. So for me with the sound check, <laughs> the glory. <laughs> for me, with me with the sound check, um, I'm a dancer, I'm not a singer, I'm a dancer. And sound checks are very important to us. Um, so important that if we're late to a sound check, we have one today, we're gonna run extra laps, according to our dance teacher. At the sound check, you are not practicing. Sound check is not a practice. So there's a level of preparation that happens before we get there. And if we come to a sound check as dancers, I'll take it from that perspective, and we're not prepared, we're wasting production's time, we're wasting the instruments, the musician's time, we're wasting time. So there's a level of preparation that we have to reach before we get to the sound check. And for me, in connection to what you're saying, that's prayer, that's fasting, that's reading the Word because we go before God and we're saying, God, what are you saying? But we haven't been in His Word. We haven't been preparing ourselves. So sound check is not practice. That's when your ear is being fine-tuned to what God is already saying, what you have already poured in, what you already accomplished and what you did. So that's my take on it. So good. I love it. I love it. All right. Listen, um, an atmosphere, I'm big about atmospheres. An atmosphere in the natural is a mixture of gases and other things that make up the atmosphere that we are in. But when you talk about a spiritual atmosphere, a spiritual atmosphere is a mixture of moods and behaviors 
that affect what you do, hear, and sound. And so you can't, when we come to church, the reason why we can jump in the swirl and the reason why we can shout hallelujah and tanda babakande all day long, fall on the floor, sweat, and feel good is because the mixture that we are sitting in is a mixture of glory and power and love and sound and all of the great things that we enjoy when we gather together. But the real sound check is what's the sound at your home? Uh-oh. What's the behavior and character that you operate in? What's the atmosphere of your mind before you even get here? Because the sound that you hear starts from the inside and not the outside. The sounds that we have to produce, the reason why we are able to worship or pray or preach or whatever is not because the organ tunes up on a good sound or a bad sound. It's not because the worship team sings such an eloquent song. It's because the sound down on the inside of them is already tuned up. It's already swirling. Why? Because I checked my attitude at the door. I checked my character before I even came here. Listen, we got to tell the devil at home first that the sound of my atmosphere needs to be induced and inundated with the power, the anointing, the glory, and the sounds of heaven. I can't come to church and expect to have a sound check when the sound check in my mind is demonic. So check your sound at home. Check the sound of your mind. Like she was saying, pray fast, do whatever. So when you come in here, you jump in the orchestra of heaven and glory that's already playing. You don't have to tune up. You don't have to tap in. You already have tap in because the sound on the inside has already been activated. Do you, you know what I hear swirl? before you say that though? It's like yes. check, 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 mic check, 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 yes. testing check. That's yes. what I hear. It's like the Lord's saying that to us today. I'm checking in with you girls. I'm checking in. Praise the Lord. Come on, share it. So good. I feel that swirl. And um, as the prophet has just said, she's, she used the word orchestra. And that brought me to um, thinking about Beethoven. How many of you know who he is? Okay, he is a world-renowned um, musician, composer, but ironically, he was deaf. He was deaf, and like Pastor Kim had said, um, with Dancing in the Stars, you can feel the music. And what Beethoven used to do is literally lean to the floor and feel the vibration of the music and write. And if today in your spirit, you may feel like you are deaf to what God is saying, there's still hope for you. All you have to do is lean in to Holy Spirit, the foundation. He is our foundation, amen. His word is our foundation, like Ali was saying and Pastor Michelle, he is our foundation, so lean into him and you will hear him. Another thing that came to mind was that, yes, we do the homework. I love that she said that. And y'all, when you see her dance and the team dance tonight, you will fall out in glory because they've done their homework at home. And yes, we fast and we pray. 
And like Pastor Michelle was, was saying through Revelation, give us eyes to see, but ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. Now, when we come in sound check, I'm gonna use another example. We are only as good as our sound man. We've done the work. And you know what? The Bible says though, that it's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. And if I could get you to see this analogy with me, the sound man could represent Holy Spirit. You can exert so much energy. You can pray, read your Bible, but guess what? Without Holy Spirit, it's for naught. It is for naught. And so when we lean into sound check, we need to partner with the sound man who is our Holy Spirit. So we can hear what he is saying for such a time as this, so that we can speak what Abba Father is saying. Amen? Do you have your ears tuned to what he's saying today? He's so good. He's so, so good. So good. I'm thinking too, you know, uh, it like I love what you said, uh, Dr. Danielle, about taking it in your home. I think that p could be where our greatest um, uh, difficulty comes from. Um, because sometimes we're waiting. Uh, we, we wonder, well, why haven't we had a good day? Or why haven't we had a, because we haven't done the check first. You know, I know sometimes it, it sound is just one of the most challenging things in a church. By the way, there's a great sound people in this church. Just let me put that on record right now. Like they are on it, okay? And we honor them highly. And we thank you for making them sound like the Holy Spirit. I love that. Did y'all love that back in the back, guys? That's pretty amazing back there, right? Like they're going, man, we're feeling real good now. <laughs> but um, it's so true that, that you do have to set the pace before you start your day. If you don't, your day will set your pace. And let me teach you one little thing that you might not know. You know, back in the day, we didn't have all this fancy stuff. You know, man, it's amazing. Don't you love that we live in the kingdom and God just shows out like this? But I grew up in a little church that had none of this. We had a little old clunkety clunk piano, you know, that wasn't tuned half the time. And we just prayed for the Holy Spirit to tune it because it would be so out of tune. But what I will tell you is that we knew, uh, as time has moved on though, and especially those that have trained as musicians, you know there is something that's called the metronome. It sets the, what's called now is called a click track. So, so these musicians, when you see them fighting with these little things in their ear, they're not just trying to be cool. I know we think that, right? You're like, oh my gosh, would you just sing already? But if they can't hear correctly, and unless they're, not, unless they're near a drum set that is setting the pace and setting the tone and setting the rhythm, then they oftentimes will get out of pace with the music. And then those of you that are singers or musicians alike, when you cannot hear the other people that you are worshiping with, you may sing out of tune because you can't marry your sound with other one's sounds. That's why the orchestra of heaven is so very important. And this is why you can tell worship leaders that are tuned to heaven or they're tuned to their own sound. There's a vast difference. 
And when they are tuned to heaven's sound, when all of us tune ourselves to heaven, we are a mighty orchestra. And that is what creates the swirl because we come in here and the Holy Spirit is up there with his baton and saying, you get in tune and you get in tune. That's why there's no jealousy. There's no competition in the kingdom because we all have a part to play and we just stir the gift of God on the inside of us and we tune our ear to the spirit and he says, sing girls, sing. Play, girls, play. That's the great God we serve. That's why I tell people, if you're in a group of people that are competitive, like they snatchy with each other, they're not tuned to heaven. Because when you're tuned to heaven, there's no competition. That's what I love about Women of Fire. You've got women that stand on some of the greatest platforms in this entire world, and they come here, and we get our shoes off sometimes. We're back there eating. We've got food in our teeth. There is no competition. We're here to compliment and let the swirl happen. That's what's so great about what God does. And what's awesome is nobody on this panel knew what we were talking about today, nor did I until last night. And we come in and what did God do? Ding, 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 ding. A perfect harmony. So before we end this session, I wanted to end with prayer today. And this is what I want to pray for. And I'm gonna ask you to play, sir, if you will. Because this is what I believe the Lord said today, is that there are women of God that not only are you struggling to hear, but you have been demonically attacked in your hearing. Now, I wanna say this to you, I'm gonna talk to you like a mama would talk to you for a minute, because my daddy talked to me like this. And he said it to me this way, he said, Michelle, if you put garbage in, garbage will come out. He's, and I, I learned from a very early age, I have not been perfect. I am still not perfect to this day. They were talking in the green room last night about how much they had loved Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. And they were just talking about the good things they had done in their life. And I thought, listen, I was listening to Michael Jackson every time I could, you know, and he didn't sing nothing holy. You know what I mean? It was all about the beat for me. You know, I was roller skating, you know, that's the only thing we can do in the Christian world, right? And, and they were talking about Whitney singing, I look to you. And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't talking about that. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I had not tuned in properly. But my daddy would teach me that. And he'd say, Michelle, if God's gonna use you greatly, you have to be consecrated. You have to be separated. You cannot live like the world. You cannot have the sound of the world and expect God to be able to use you as a holy vessel. So you must be wholly separated, set apart. That means you have to be careful the things you're watching. You be careful the things that you're listening to. You contend for the glory all times, anytime, all the time, that you don't just let any old sound come in your house. You don't let any old thing come in your house. And if it does, you say, no, no, we're changing the tune. We're changing the channel. We're changing the atmosphere in this house. 
it will not sound dissonant, but it's gonna have a major shift because I'm decreeing a major shift over our home. So I want you to stand with me in these final moments and we're gonna pray together. And this is what I wanna ask the Lord to do today. I believe that demonic powers are going to come up and off and out of your earring today. I believe that there's going to be a lifting out of your ear today. And I don't mean just, it may be a natural healing. And listen, God's done that many, many times. People that have been deaf from their childhood, when God decrees a word like this, they get healed too. But I believe today is gonna to be specifically for you to hear spiritually so that when you get home on Monday, when you get home on Tuesday and you don't have this worship team that's already done a sound check and cultivated the sound, that you'll be able to get in your prayer closet and you'll be able to say, Lord, I'm going to rock here until I get into the rhythm of heaven. I'm going to get my head down. I'm going to begin to feel the weight of the Spirit. I'm going to sing the song of the Lord until I hear the sound of heaven and I get it released in my house and released in my spirit. So this is how I felt led to pray for you today. Just to take authority to that spirit. So I speak to every deaf and dumb spirit in the room this morning. Every spirit that is hid out in the hearing and the physicality in the people's bodies today. I take authority over you now in the name of Jesus. I command you to come out of their hearing. I command you to come out of their ears today. I command you to come out of that realm of the spirit where they are to hear the sound of God. I pray today that if they have recognized and they've been quickened by the spirit that they need to repent from something that they have come into alignment with that right now their hearts are bowed before the king and they repent before you Lord and now the enemy has no authority I tell you now devil you have no legal right to stay in the ears and the hearing of God's daughters and I say to you be loose be set free in the name of Jesus May you hear the sound of heaven like you have never heard before from this day forward in the name of Jesus. Now I want you to begin to lift your hands all over this room as they're gonna begin to lead us into worship here in just a moment. But I want you to begin to pull heaven's sound into the earth, pull it down into the earth, your hands up into heaven and say God I pull it down I get into the tune of heaven I get into the swirl and the symphony of heaven's orchestra and then I want you to begin to release the sound of the Lord out of your mouth right now some of you you may need to sing in the spirit sing a new song to the Lord today Oh, sing a new song to the Lord today. We lift our sound, oh God. He's made you a trumpet. He's made you a trumpet today. Come on and lift your sound unto the Lord. Lift your sound unto the Lord. Lift your praise unto the Lord. Come on, get in tune with the Spirit. Get into the rhythm of the Spirit. Get into this world today. Come on, that wasn't enough. See, you're looking for a program. I'm talking about tapping into heaven. When you tap into heaven, it shifts every earthly program. 
Give me a minute. Pause. Come on, open your mouth. Come on, open your mouth. Come on, open your mouth. We release the sound of heaven. We release the tones of the kingdom. We release the sound of heaven in the earth today, oh God. We release the trumpet, God. We are your trumpets this morning, God. So we release the sound, the sound, the sound, the sound. Oh, the sound, the sound, the sound. Can you get off script and can you get on the script of heaven? Come on, get off a natural script and tune into heaven for just a moment. We're gonna move on, but I'm telling you, in this moment, God's giving you an opportunity. He's saying, Michelle, issue a sound check to the church. Issue a sound check to the church. Tell them, check, 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 check. Check your ears, check your hearing, check your spirit, check your attitude, check it right now, and get in tune with the rhythm of heaven. Come on, open your mouth, open your mouth. What you hear, you're gonna say. Come on, what you're gonna hear, you're gonna say. I, I just wanna second what Michelle's saying. I want the musicians to stop for a minute. I heard the Lord say, no more crutches. We don't know how to seek Him in a secret place because we're so used to church doing it for us. No musicians, out musicians. I want you to release the sound from your mouth. We're gonna learn right now how to wake up our spirit. We're about to wake up our spirit. I don't care if it's a song, it's a shout. No musicians, no worship team for just a moment. I want you to lift a sound in this place that shreds the atmosphere. Our spirit man engages on another dimension right now. Father, we're crying out, we're reaching, we're climbing. Hey! Hey! Let a hunger come from your belly in this place this morning. We're not wasting time. We're pressing into another dimension right now.
every hand lifted. He's so worthy. He's so worthy. Now we've released a sound and we have a violinist who's about to come release the sound. We're gonna do something really strange. Now I want you to tune your hearing. No sound. Listen. Ask him, what are you saying? He's talking, he's speaking. Now every hand lifted and honor the presence and the glory in this room. Thank you for tuning us at the beginning of our day, Holy Spirit, that we may hear you today. We may sound like heaven today. Thank you for tuning us. Thank you for tuning. 